Yeah, let's go in three, two. Welcome to another Lead Singers Leading on Levitating Musical Magic Shows While Mean Mugging Monkeys Menacingly Who Spontaneously Speak About Being Spawned in Outer Space Uncle Gary Secretly Went to the Record Store the Other Day And Sought Out the Newest Slim Shady Single LP Episode of the Days Grim My Name is Brian Michael Day My Name is Thomas Grimm What's up, dude? They don't sell singles on... Uh, they don't? I don't know. I just needed another S word, dude. <laughs> What's up, man? How are you? Not much. I'm going to pour... Uh, I got to get a bourbon going, man. Dude, after the week that we've had, I'm crazy telling me. you, dude, like... Gnarly, gnarly, crazy busy. Um, but I'm gonna pour a bourbon. Would you like to hit them with that intro? Joining us this week in the Days Grim studio is two people from Space Monkey Records. We got Pat to the was that right frame? I think so. To the south, to my right, (laughs) to the the right frame, yeah, and then (laughs) Meredith. It's on the left. Meredith, M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H. How are you guys doing today? We are just rocking. That's awesome, dude. I get really nervous about spelling people's names, so I'm going to triple check at least a couple. Yours is easy. It's three letters. but <laughs> You know, the funny thing is that statistically, creative people have a problem with spelling. Have you ever heard that? That's supposed to be... I, I know that it certainly applies they in my They always case. just told me I was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's, not, he's like, yeah, he's stupid. He's dumb. I am stupid. But I graduated from college. I don't know what that means, but I did. So, um, How are you guys doing today, man? Yeah. Beautiful Sunday. We, we wrapped up a, um, a Sunday in the trenches, the record trenches <laughs> at Space Monkey, and... It was like the first slower-paced day that we've had, I'll bet, in a couple of months. What do you yeah. think, Meredith? Yeah. You guys just been getting slammed? We yeah. really have, you know, because we're just coming off of uh, Record Store Day, which... Uh, what the heck is that? Oh, uh, that's a big Ooh. thing. Here's... Here's Meredith to tell you about Record Store Day. Yeah, Meredith. So Record Store Day, um, it's a company, but it's a day. Um, They have it twice a year. It's uh, usually like the third Saturday in April, and then you have it on Black Friday. So This is a dual thing, like twice a year? Yeah, they hit it it twice a year. Um, So their, their goal is to get people out of like Walmart and Target and off Amazon and into the independent record stores. All right, now you're talking my language. So um, they put out these limited edition pressings for all these. Like they put out a crazy list this past this past record store day was like the best list that I had seen. So, and if I may interject, um, you guys primarily, I mean, you take pride in your vinyl collection, correct? No, not at all. Where do you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> but you're not moving a lot of uh, compact discs. You, well, you know, there's still a big market for CDs. We sell a lot of them. Really? We, we do. That's shocking. I knew a guy well, yeah. that had a CD player. And it got stolen from him, and it just didn't make sense. Well, I know vinyl's making a comeback now. Yeah, I mean, vinyl is bigger than 
Yeah. Is it the yeah. bigger it, media? It so, took over that market here a few years back. So fun fact that I learned about vinyls uh, 47 and a half minutes ago, right before you guys showed up, <laughs> um, to the T. Um, fun fact about that. I didn't know that they didn't make vinyls in America. I did not know that. That's kind of a that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> well, I would say for the most part they don't, but uh, yeah. So there's a company. It's like Chemical Something Something TCP, and it's in Bangkok. Is who predominantly puts out the highest volume of vinyl records. Yeah, and that's you know that? why there was a big slowdown during the COVID. Uh, the, the the bird virus or the yeah, bird, but, the bat flu, but but not all <laughs> vinyl is made yeah. overseas. Yeah, not all vinyl is. No. no, especially vintage vinyl. Really? Yeah. Are they doing some of that here? Or what's happening? Is it? Yeah, G E uh, not G Easy. Wow, Easy Easy albums were made here. There's lots of albums that are made here, oh, um, but no there's idea. tons yeah, that are made like AIDS, you know, um, in Canada. There's imports <laughs> had, everywhere. Had you only started doing your research a little bit earlier in the day? <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> well, again, my grandma died, so <laughs> I'm going to lean on that for at least a month. Uh, I think I can get away with a lot of shit. Um, hey, Brian, why aren't you doing your job? My grandma died, and they just leave you alone. You know, that's it's um, the perfect hour. <laughs> I'm still in mourning. Judy, why don't you give me some space? Uh, no, man, I'm really pumped to have you guys in here. We're big music fans. We actually have a vinyl that you guys sell on the floor here, uh, right below you by yeah, the Strangers. The strangers. Um, love those dudes. They came on the show months ago. Um, I don't think I'm giving anything away by saying that they're working on new material, and I think there's an, I don't know, I, I'm pretty sure there's an album in the work. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I'm giving too much away there. Uh, but we're really tight with those dudes. So it's been a really neat, uh, well, neat I guess opportunity. Our listeners that aren't in the Evansville area, what is Space Monkey Records? Yeah. What are you guys? <sighs> um, gosh, uh, we're a, what's that word? A, a record store. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we actually uh, started off, actually, something that we uh, put on Facebook today is we had a photograph of the store. When we started in 2019, it was just a bunch of cardboard boxes with records. And today, comparatively, uh, we've got electronics and all music media. I mean, you're talking about CDs. We sell cassettes and eight tracks, reel to reel tape. 78s. If it's uh, recorded on, uh, if, if it's music media, and it's recorded, you know. We, we I haven't it. seen an. I don't. I think I've seen one eight track in my entire life. Yeah. One. And it you guys... is the world's shittiest medium, <laughs> and and I look back on it fondly because that was like the first music you could take with with you, you on the road. You know, yeah. so it was like revolutionary. And the funny thing about uh, eight tracks is, you know, you'd be like jamming on the song that you bought the A-track for in the first place, and then it slowly fades out in the middle of the song, and you hear this, and then it fades back in, and that's the world of (laughs) 8-tracks. So, you know, I can't imagine why anybody would buy one, with the exception of, okay, you got this 1965 Mustang Fastback with a factory 8-track, Oh, right. You know, you're yeah. going to need at least one 8-track. Could you imagine the 
preventative maintenance on that thing, the actual deck itself. Like if you had to go in there and fix that eight track player, the like yeah, they'd yeah. have to dismantle. Like oh my god, that'd be a nightmare. But what, no, what's what do you think is like one of the rarest records that's been through your store? Oh, I mm. I think we could single that out. And here's Meredith to well, tell you about it. There's yeah. several, but I would I would probably pick Hickory Wind. Um, and Hickory Wind was actually made here in Evansville, Indiana. Oh, on Garfield. Shit. And they only made so many of them. It was it was recorded. Here, yeah, it lovely. was recorded here. Um, oh, gnarly. Now we're going back to like 1969. Yeah, it's a good year. It was psychedelic, and what makes this record so incredibly expensive, which like it's. It's and, well over a thousand dollars. Yeah, the one we sold, was, and this is just for a record, you know, an original yeah. from right. nineteen sixty nine. But Ed, you can what, find it on our store if you're looking it up. I'm looking up the questions so I don't miss anything oh. today. Oh. They, Sorry, uh, this man will look up anything we want. God they, bless you. the The Hickory Wind, what what really kind of, I guess, skyrocketed it to uh, where it is today is. After they recorded it, it went nowhere. It didn't sell. It was like they only had a few hundred copies. It's like the opposite of viral. That's right. But what happened was (laughs) years and years and years later, these uh, music enthusiasts discovered Hickory Wind and they said, Oh, man, how is this not a hit? We've got to have it. So now. All those uh, records have been long, long kind of water under the bridge, so they're hard to find. And when you do find one, particularly when it's in good shape. Oh, is this the one? That's That's one we have have that one, but we have already sold one. But yeah. See, just in And if you go to the back, you can see it. It says, it gives you the exact address. There's another. There Uh, we go. Yeah, right over there to the right. 113 Garfield, Evansville, Indiana. Uh, yeah. How cool is that? We got that and uh, MREs, you know? That's there you amulet. go. <laughs> amulet is on there as well. That's another rare one. Uh, hard to find. And that was uh, an I'm Evansville f- band. I'm fascinated with records. Obviously, I own one uh, that was given. We own one at the Days Grim owns one. But we don't own a record player. So I think that's going to be an investment that I, I move into. Um, before we get too into the interview, we do like to do a tiny little. What's happening here? What are you po- What are you poking at? What? Is- that is the oh. matrix number. Oh. Matrix so that's how you uh, can code? find the exact pressing of it to find out the you know where it was pressed and stuff like that. With that album, it's not too difficult because really it's that pressing and then one repress. But for like a Beatles album that was pressed a million times that that matrix number means a lot and if you play it backwards well i'm i'm just kidding because you can't play a matrix number backwards (laughs) (laughs) what's that song uh another one bites the dust backwards they said it says it's fun to smoke marijuana or something like that (laughs) oh i thought you were and then stairway to heaven in the third verse i believe if you play it backwards there's like a sentence long um, like something about Satan, and we played in the tool shed, and I can't remember. It's been a long oh, time. Satan. Yeah. Satan. <laughs> uh, no. Speaking of the Beatles, shout out to Yoko Ono. She doesn't get the respect she deserves. Uh, <laughs> no, on a 
honestly, guys, um, before we get too into it, man, we do like to do this tasty little treat called the death of the week. Have you watched the show before? I have not. You have not? Um, Corey, let's go ahead and uh, roll into this week's death of the week, please. The death of the week. And then uh, go ahead and pull up that far left tab, sir. We're going to roll into this week's Death of the Week, brought to you by thedaysgrim.com. Get you some super sick merch. Uh, that's not the tab. It's one of those in there, though. Um, get you some super sick merch. We got some mugs. That's the one. We got some mugs. We got some embroidered tees. We got a beanie. We got a trucker hat. We got... I don't, Dude, we're talking about adding a stripper pole with our logo on it. It doesn't matter, dude. You ask, we will deliver. Um, and then also Corndog Development with the super sick coasters. Uh, Corey, scroll just a little bit to the... Move the screen a little to the left, please. There you go. Uh, This week's Death of the Week, a 24-year-old man stabbed and killed his elder brother late Friday evening in Vivar over the decibel levels of a CD player. Uh, the, The man ran away in fear and is still in hiding. Or... And his elder brother... 26, both bachelors live in Vivar. On Wednesday, brought a brand new CD player home but did not know how to operate it properly. As a result, the CD player always played music really loud. Much to his annoyance, he told his elder brother to contact a technician or read the manual thoroughly. But said he would find a solution himself. Typical dude. That's a typical dude move. Uh, the manual. Cons- consequently, whenever S- switched on the player, the music was always loud and the brothers would enter into a heated argument, said a neighbor. Mm, unnamed neighbor. Uh, on Friday, as both brothers had their weekly holiday, they worked with a construction firm switched the CD player after or switched on the CD player after lunch the typical or the music as usual was loud as stated aforementionedly uh, which infuriated who brought a knife from the kitchen and stabbed his elder brother in the stomach died instantly you know wow. to think that this could have all been avoided with a a good CD, you know, like Led Zeppelin or something. No kidding, man. Let's like get some Over the Hills and Far Away. You know what I mean? Let's do some Tangerine or something. What's your favorite Zeppelin song? Since you brought it up. Oh man, are you a Zepphead? I am. What's your go to? What's your go to? You know, they're they're like children. It's hard to single your favorite. It is. Out. It is. Oh gosh. But definitely, if they have red hair, they're for sure not in the top five. I- I'm just joking. I, I just don't don't want to have to pick. Okay, we won't. What? <laughs> Let's talk about this death of the week. What in Sam Hill is going on here? Okay, so this takes place in the Middle East, I think. They said a Vivar, which I don't know where that's at. It's, it's India, I believe, but I could be mistaken. So it's like uh, Middle East, Asia area. Probably during Ramadan, during that fasting time. Yeah, they're like saying prayer like, and he's like rocking out to like Katy Perry in his bedroom on lunch. Like, chill out, dude. Yeah, dude. The call of prayers on. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you shut that KP down? Which, by the way, I don't condone that. I'm a huge KP fan. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? Would you stab somebody 
If their CD, if their music was too loud? Like, no. That's a little much. <laughs> yes. That is a bit much. That's no that and a yes. Pat, I'm with you. <laughs> I, you know, I wouldn't go for a vital organ. No, I'm going for like an elbow or something. Maybe <laughs> a, a, a shoulder. Maybe if Pat was rocking out to Britney Spears. <laughs> she, she always gives me shit about Britney Spears. Good music is good music. I'm telling you, dude. That And people, people trip on me for uh, liking KP. But dude, if I have a if I have a sangria and some Katy Perry and you know maybe I got a nice dog over here I'm giving a nice pet, you know what I mean? That's that's Nirvana. Don't be a music snob. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Don't don't be a hater. And again, shout out to Yoko Ono for the many years of great music. Yeah, and I mean, if I'm stabbing somebody over music, it's probably somebody with like car audio, not house audio. Yeah, dude. I just feel like if you're going to stab your brother, man, like, dude, like that. Okay. It's more than music. Like there's something going on behind right. closed doors. Dude, he's like banging grade. his girlfriend or something. And he's just, the yeah, music, twins the music is the up. trigger. You know what it I mean? Set him over the edge. Yeah. The music is the trigger. Maybe yeah. he had a bunch of brothers and, you know, he could spare one. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm more curious why we don't get to find out what it was he was listening to. Because you know they took the CD into evidence. Well, like, yeah. maybe. Why was that not annotated in this article? I, I don't know. Maybe it was like K-pop or something. So in that case, <laughs> I would understand. I would understand. I hate K-pop. I love K-pop. Do you really? I have a bunch no, of friends. No, I, that- <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it sells great. She, I do she love it. She likes it reason. in that we sell it they move product if we yeah. rewind back here in time, one of the this, time it'll line. be one question for meredith one question for you for you pat but like uh when do you think you found your love for music like growing up who's going first you didn't identify yeah you pat whoever wants first. to speak first let's go pat first you know i so vividly recall lying there in my bassinet <laughs> when my mother just by chance, threw on some Britney Spears, and I, I started, I started feeling it, feeling it down into my booties. Right, Britney was touching it. Hold on a second. Um, <laughs> hey, man, this, I, hey, Pat, I, I will never shit on anybody. Uh, timeline's not adding up, Chief. Uh, I don't want to break your heart, but I feel like you're lying to me. You know what? In, in like all seriousness, I grew up in the freaking sweet spot of music. I mean, by the time that I started dialing in, which would have been, you know, 68, 69, 70, uh, it, it was just an explosion of classic rock. Only back then, it was just rock. <laughs> See, it wasn't until it was later that it became classic rock. But uh, gosh, you know, the on the tail end of the Beatles, Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Tom Petty. Oh my, my gosh, Yoko Ono, Yoko <laughs> Ono. Yeah, well, you know, maybe not the first tier. My favorite track of hers, actually, it's a dual track, is "Why" and "Why Not." Those are my two favorite Yoko do you, songs. Do you think classic? 
rock the genre so like like those old school cars after like 25 years you can get the historic plate do you think that like an album has to be out <laughs> yeah. for 25 years it to fall into that it does it does and then you don't have to pay the taxes <laughs> right oh, you it, do, but it doesn't like, really work that way it's like three dollars <laughs> imagine if that worked with album sales yeah this album's been out for 30 years no more taxes on it like, if only that worked with children all right dude he's 18 can i just pay three dollars now um, I don't know, man. Like, uh, it's interesting. So that was when you found your your love for music. It it really was. I mean, the the music changed with the uh, advent of the singer songwriters mm-hmm. or the Yoko you know, Ono's. You, I, I notice you, you keep circling. I'm going to mention yet. her several times. <laughs> you started this with the Beatles, so <laughs> buckle up. It's going to be Yoko all day. So. You know, it, prior to the the Beatles and a few others, I mean, all the the pop songs of the day were almost like made in a factory, really. I mean, you had the groups that had the the basic ideas, and then they would take them into the studio, or studio musicians would would basically play the band parts. And I know a lot like so unco- and then Meredith we didn't forget you about forget about you. We're coming to you here in just a second. But I know that way back in the day like Hank senior days, that was like back when they were like um doing quaaludes. Oh yeah, for sure quaaludes were definitely involved, I think. Uh but no, they were like singing in a can. Like it was so rudimentary like and they were like, as they were singing in the can, I'm, I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, but they were like, they would hit record on the vinyl and hit record on the machinery. And then it, as they were recording it, like etched it into whatever it was that they were recording. On. Well, when they made the masters, but you know, I, I don't want to portray myself as an expert in the way this is all fabricated made because yeah. I don't know. Although I did go through uh, uh, Jack White's factory there. Oh, that's in, uh, sick. In, in Nashville, and it was badass. Anybody that's got extra $40 or whatever the cost of admission is, do that. It's gone up since COVID, but yeah, it's probably like 160 now. But yeah, well, um, I knew it was, you know, more than 20 bucks. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Everything's more expensive. Yeah, everything is. And then, Meredith, where do you think you found your Where do you find love your love for music? music? Or when? When and where? Um,. <sighs> Man, I don't know how That's to say that. Without, it's not tough. I just don't know how to say it without it sounding depressing. But oh, um, <laughs> I like, I love being. She sad. loves sad music. <laughs> no, no, I just had a really fucked up childhood, so music really, you know, got me got me through a lot of stuff, a lot. And I was raised by my grandma and a little bit of my dad and my mom, so I had like all these different people's, you know, musical interests. Did you have pets? Growing yeah. up, you did. Yeah, they help you kind of get through tough times too. Yeah, dude. So like my dog, my dogs plural. I have three. Uh, they get me through like anything. Like my again, my grandma died. They were there. Mm-hmm. It's great. Pets are awesome. Pets are. Awesome. Uh, and then music is great in the same aspect too. So that's really interesting and that's neat and it really does have that way to. And then when when do you think you guys met? Yeah. How does this? When did me and Pat meet? Yeah. How does this? Re- well. Well. We met in prison. <laughs> Damn. Nice. Both murdered? It was a co-ed prison. <laughs> he said, I was playing chess and yeah. asking if anybody needed help. Yeah. No, we met uh, in 2019. Oh, dang. I when, even... when was Space Monkey Records opened? 2019. 2019. Yeah. 
And when did so, the days grim start? 2019. 2019. No. <laughs> no, actually, yeah, it was 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. Since, we got an LLC in 2020. Since we've covered when we met, the funny thing is, the number one question we would always get. Are y'all like, related? Like the, uh, <laughs> the the first year and a half is, uh, is this your daughter? Is this your daughter? I was going to say this, cousin. Yeah. Maybe. I don't is, know. Is your dad here? Yeah. Is this your daughter? So this one day, this guy comes in, and he is he's a jokester. You could just tell. Right. You know, my somebody's, people. My people. Yeah. 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 I don't our, take anything too serious. Our people. Yes. 100%. So, so he's like checking out, and he says, uh, he says, is this your daughter? And I looked at him real serious, and I said, that's my wife, man. And he, he cracked up. He says, good for you, man. That's awesome. That's I love awesome. telling that story because to me it's hilarious. Right. The other way around, though, you could be like, no, 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 no. That's my sister. They would, all, they would also be She's like. She's always had it so easy. They would also be like, how yeah, old is your twin. mother? Well, stepmother twice removed had sex with my uncle. I don't know. It worked out. She's my sister. Uh, she's my sister. Um, no, man, that's neat though. So, how did you guys meet in 2019? Did you say that already? She she responded to a help wanted ad. Oh, on Craigslist. She was the first one, and it, we were talking the other day. I said, you know, you were really brave to to come in. I mean, it was there at the store, but as is just she and I, and there wasn't really anything in the place because. Yeah. And uh, I said, "You were you're really brave to come in." Yeah, it's kind of. She says, "Well, I told my grandpa where I'd be," and I said, <laughs> "Yeah, but you never showed up." Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good dark murder joke. Oh God! Fuck! Is that a murder joke or a basement joke? And the funny thing is, she and I are both freaks about watching what my nephew calls murder porn, which Ooh. you know the 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 crime, shows, the crime, shows. Okay. crime detective shows. Okay, crime. You, you do you have to call that true crime now. You have to clarify the identification discovery. Channel. Yeah, because like you guys, you guys would leave, and Brian would go straight to Pornhub, and he's like <laughs> murder porn. <laughs> Like no, 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 he's like I've been darker than we would like. To well, talk he's been about on this show. he's been sober from <laughs> killing for about ten years, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Ten years since you got back from Afghanistan. Uh, coming up on eleven. Coming yeah. up on eleven, I think. Yeah, get, mur- that, get murder, that uh sobriety badge, you know. Murder free since uh twenty one three. That's what I tell everybody. Um no dude, so uh yeah, that's a really creepy situation. I'm gonna be honest. If I'm like a, a pretty young lady and I respond to a Craigslist ad and then I show up at said business and there's like four vinyls on the wall <laughs> and you're the first face that I see. There the, was nothing in the there. First, <laughs> the first thought that it's, I think is this is the last face that I will ever see. And I'm like, yeah, this is where murders happen, for there, sure. There was a, an old boy that, that come through uh, with a, with camera, and he was doing a a, a, a pod piece. and uh, I like a pod piece. And uh, he's, you know, he's, who owns it? You know, and he says, well, we kind of we need to get her in. More because every record store I do, it's always some sad old guy, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's my part of it. <laughs> well, when uh, so you guys get the building and you meet, how much um, 
So Pat, like, do you have like a layout for the store already, or do, Meredith, yeah. do you adjust the layout? Of course, you well, have to add a little feng shui, right? Yeah, uh, a lot of feng shui. She's like, she's like, bathrooms need paper towels. I think and... she's politely no. trying to find a way to tell you that you don't have good feng shui. No, that's, no. that's no. not so. No, no? we work together very well. That. Are you? Uh, so, what do you think about the feng shui in here? I try to pride myself. I like in, it. I like it. It's very dude cavey. You know, what I, I mean? think that you could add more to the ceiling. I know. I need lights and stuff. We're, well, we're going to add lights up top here. So we're going to have better lighting in here eventually. And then what do you think? Like maybe some, a some trapeze, maybe a we were trapeze? talking about a live band that would come out of the closet. Like a trapeze artist. Yep. There you go. The, Pole. the show oh. intro music. Dance and I told you we're working. Don't Pat, you're giving too much away. <laughs> it's going to have our logo on it. <laughs> Thomas is going to do a $5 dance. <laughs> No, it'll be great. Yeah, if anybody's on it, it's me. Yeah, you probably have the most uh, acrobatic experience. What do you think about uh, strip clubs? I have never been to one, but I I have read about them. (laughs) This is his best Forrest Gump impression. (laughs) No, I'm joking. You know, the, the funny thing is, my wife... Not she wasn't a stripper. Oh my my, my <laughs> wife never not gave going well. me a hard time on those rare occasions that I would go to a gentleman's club. It's always a gentleman's club because she knew that that is like the least likely place I would get laid. Yeah, that checks out. Sure, that checks out. What What's your thoughts on uh, ladies' dance? No. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. They're entertainers. Uh, Exotic dancers. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. What do you think about exotic dancing, just in general? Not a fan. Not a fan. Me neither. I've honestly, I've been to a strip club like three times in my life. Two times in El Paso, Texas. Gross, gross. Third time, uh, bachelor party here in Evansville. I won't disclose the name, but (laughs) gross. Uh, Not a fan. Not a fan, man. It just seems kind of like grimy, like grimy. Dude, Thomas, what are your thoughts on exotic clubs? I'm banned from them. He's a big fan. <laughs> he's a big fan. He's a big fan. He's a, he's a regular. He's, he has a no, punch card. He has a punch regular. card. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so much so that once it's fully punched, they don't let you in anymore. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you've, you've used your limit, okay? Let's not get into details. I don't want to gross anybody out here. So anyways, uh, we just started talking about um, strip clubs for no reason. No. Because they played music there. I, I see now. They have a good music selection. I've heard a lot of Rob Zombie in strip clubs. I think dude. it depends on the dancer. Wow. Yeah, dude. And she gets out there and starts going to town on some Rob Zombie. I'm kind of like into it for the music. Like, I, I think that's why most guys go there. Uh, all jokes aside, man. So you guys meet in 2019. Uh, you have this super shady meetup, and everybody's really on edge on both sides of the table. Uh, nobody knows what's going on. There's not a single record in the store, but we got brick and mortar at this point. So, what makes you pull the trigger, Meredith? What makes you? What? How did he sell you? Did what, like candy in a van, or like what? What was the thing that like where you were like, okay, I'm in. You know, like all right, I honestly all right, dude, I'll do it. don't. I don't remember. We just. What, did you guys just like mesh really well when you met? Yeah, we just started talking and just started Gelling, working. Just and, vibing. And, yeah, yeah. You know, her claim to fame is she gets down to work. You know, it's uh, she and I have that in common. I, like I wish a hard I worker. could say that when I was her age, I had that kind of work ethic 
I didn't. You have so do you, you have it now though? I do. You got a good work ethic. Okay, do, that's you, important. do you guys have like a like a record or play music in the store? Yeah, no, so no. we have our own. We're, we band music. You guys yeah. got You guys put out. Say, we play our own radio place, station. No music. Do you guys rotate who like has control of the ox? No, 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 no. It's no. our own radio station. Can you elaborate more on that? So it's uh, Space Monkey Radio. It's an online radio. Oh, no way. Is this um, able to find on your website? You just go to spacemonkeyradio.com or you go to, uh, what is it, iLive? iHeart I Music. No, Live, Live 365. 365. Live 365. Yeah. Oh, shit. You can download the Live 365 mobile app and search oh. Space Monkey Radio or you can go to live365.com that way. Nice, but there's no link to get to that from your webpage? Um, I mean, you can click on it from our Space Monkey Records. We'll, we'll, we'll cover that. We'll make sure we have the link to this. But in- there's a direct link, spacemonkeyradio.com. So if you think about it, Space Monkey Records is the only record store... In the tri-state, basically. A, no, 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 no. I didn't say that. It, but in a very long way, that serves up the rock and roll for free. Because if you got an internet connection, you dial in, man. What are we looking at? Yeah, it's that top one there. Live 365 yeah. Space Monkey Radio. Uh, let's not play anything. Hopefully it's not going to play in our ears. No. I don't want to get any kind so of... So what makes you guys go from a record store to also having this radio feature? Well, we because we needed our own in-store soundtrack with only space monkey commercials now we only play them like once every 30 minutes 20 second spot i like that yeah so it's like super minimal advertising all right follow-up question here pat what's the days grim gotta do to get a commercial in there well, you know, we Oh yeah, Meredith is a, laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm dead serious. We, right, no, we have <laughs> assembled a fact-finding blue ribbon committee to entertain all good ideas. Okay. And you know, we could have a look at that. Cuz you guys have like you were saying, you guys have good foot traffic. Like vinyls we really are, do. And you're one of the only in town that are selling vinyls on on the scale of which you're selling them. Uh you can find them in like thrift shops and stuff, of course, but like the selection you have is ridiculous. When, when we opened up, we had about 50,000 records. Today, we have over 300,000 wow. records. That's now, an aggressive number. Now, let me explain that that is kind of... You we've, can bring this in. Don't be afraid of this all right. guy. You can play with him and just get it comfortable. Like, I'm going to tell hey, you. Hey, there, little you guy. You can <laughs> twist the mic towards you, too, if you want. We, we have eight... Vendor mall locations in Kentucky and Indiana. I don't so, know what that means, but I got you. Well, you know, like a finders keepers or a losers uh, weepers, all, all peddlers, looky looky, his and They're, hers, all the big box stores like where there's a Kmart. Do you ever go into? The, I hate Kmart. They're, they cleared them out and made them vendor malls. Oh, okay, okay. You okay. know what I mean? The, oh, yeah. <laughs> they, got, they got all these booths in it. I don't know? shop. So, now, this is oh. clear in this he's conversation. Like, Prime music. Okay. And he's like, oh, I fucking hate them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's not one within four hours. Either. They all suck. <laughs> so I'm guilty. I'm very guilty in the way that I've received my music and that I pay a license fee to Spotify. Well, which is a good question. How much does? How much do you think the streaming? era has hurt physical copy sales uh i don't know whatever's going on is <laughs> we're we're loving it because we've had just a 
huge resurgence of, of vinyl. Well, what was it like uh, basically opening a store right at pandemic start? Well, we got off to a good start and an encouraging start. And uh, then, then there was leaner times when they made us lock the doors. See, which I don't understand because I, I feel like music should be like a, you know, essential. Now, but it forced. Exactly. Exactly. Essential business. In fact, you know, me being the entrepreneurial spirit that I am, I went out and bought a bunch of cleaning supplies. Look at and you. And now we're going we're gonna to sell those, and hence we become an essential business. Hey, listen here, Well, suckers. that didn't really fly. No, <laughs> they, didn't like, they didn't like that. Did, didn't you, like did that. you try to tell them to suck it, or no? Uh, you know, you try for a while, and then you can't fight City Hall. Uncle Sam's a bitch sometimes, dude. Yeah, um, it's, it's, I don't know. It, it didn't make any sense to me, of but the, we got through it. Speaking you know? of the foundation, of while we're on this foundation <laughs> portion of the... Uh, I don't know why you're laughing. I didn't even make a uh, joke. I assume you're going to the foundation of the country. Is what no, 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 I, no, 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 no. I don't want to. I don't want to upset anybody in the room. Uh, so, uh, what my question is is okay. So you're starting this business in 2019. Um, how do you come up with the name Space Monkey? Now, is this like a play off of the band The Monkeys, or like what happened? How did we come up with this name? Well, did, did you have a play in this, Meredith, or no? no. You didn't. No, this was. Thought of way before me. I will. I will take this one just because I thought of it. <laughs> well, I stole it from someone else. <laughs> what had happened was my son had taken a job in uh, Portland, Oregon. Oh, I drove his butt in a U-Haul truck out to Portland with all his earthly belongings. That earthly is a good term for Portland, Oregon. <laughs> That's so, a weird spot there, so dude. That's rolling into spot. town and he says, man, he says, we got to find some place with internet because I don't even have an apartment. You got to leave Portland to get internet, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> They don't do anything industrial. <laughs> we fall into the Space Monkey Cafe. No, which, which you know, was it was a cool little little cafe. It was like, you know, it was, it was all right. It was nothing to write home about. But I, I thought, man, that is like the coolest name. It's a far out I've name. ever heard. Yeah, you know, like, because yeah. you could do so much with it from an advertising standpoint. Hundred percent. So, uh, and then it was eight years later that it kind of reemerged in my brain. You were like, man, I could go for a coffee. And <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I'll name the place. No, <laughs> so, so, like, I'm, I'm leaving the accountant's <laughs> office, and just as an afterthought, I said, do you think I should get that name trademarked? And he stopped, and he paused, and he says, <laughs> you know, yes, I do, and here's why. He says... You can use it for like five years, and if somebody else trademarks it, they can make you quit using it. And so I got those wheels turning, and we have a national trademark. So you it. did a decent amount of research into the market of like, would a record <laughs> store be profitable now? Well, to hear me tell it, I did. <laughs> Actually, I started uh, selling records about... Uh, 16, 17 years ago in the vendor mall capacity that you hate. So I, I hate to bring this back I, up. If I'm being totally honest, I still don't think I understand the vendor mall concept, but let's just pretend that I do. And let's... 
I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so you're you're telling me that you've never been in to a Trader Baker's or a Finder's Keepers, like a Studebaker, a, like a car? No. no, no, no. I don't know what we're talking. Never about. been to a place that has a bunch there, of boots. There's one here on the uh, on the west side. There's now. also one in Newburgh, Orchard, whatever. Uh, Shoppers Paradise. On you guys Parker are just naming right cars and place, food. They're buildings, so it's like a warehouse, and you can rent a booth, and you can sell stuff there. But you list the prices, and whoever walks up to the checkout, they're like, "Oh, that came from Booth 16. I'm gonna make sure Booth 16 gets that money." You know, oh, you, you're talking you about like a flea market like, type like situation. Yeah. Flea market, but but not Different, so much. Where we don't have to be there. Well, so I have to preface with, or you know, let's lead into this conversation with. I grew up in a trailer, so uh, that being said, flea markets. It's like basically where I grew up. So Well, and the difference between a flea market and a vendor mall is they've got their own cashier. So I didn't have to be there. Oh, nice. All I had to do was stop by periodically, fill the bins with records when they got low. Sick. So for, you know, 15 years I did that. So that's I, how you started the vinyl business. That, that's right. That's how you got I, the idea. It, exactly. And do you do Space Monkey... The name, like LLC, trademarked? No, that, that that did not come until the brick and mortar got okay. here. Okay, okay, but 2019. My problem is that I've got the heart of a musician, but I've got no talent to go with it. That sucks, I feel man. That. Yeah. I don't have any talent either, if it makes you feel any better. So when you're a creative individual, you figure out ways to be involved. So for me, uh, about 15 years ago, I started a DJ company because I could punch buttons you know oh, so yeah. we did a lot of wedding work and you know the photo booths and and i had some some other djs that uh, that would work with me and we might at the height of it all you know we might do four parties on a saturday night 100 you know? percent. we're just gonna take a quick time out and we're back all right, guys. So how um how does the logo come about because you got these sweet koozies yeah, and they also have your logo on the bottom. Yeah, man, I I lay awake at night dreaming this stuff up. I really do. Are psychedelics I'm, involved? I n- no, not so not so much, not okay. so much. That was back in the day, you know. Okay, that was okay. back when he was listening to Britney Spears. You know, <laughs> back back in the back in the seventies. I I learned a God little bit you. about you. Uh, you know graphics on the computer and kind of taught myself how to do that and. So I I play with that a lot. So Meredith, okay. what do you think your biggest role in Space Monkeys is? Space Monkeys, Space oh, Monkey yeah. Records. You know, yeah, there's yeah. two of them, plural. Ah, oh, that checks out. Um. Yeah. Do you identify as a space monkey? I. <laughs> um. I would say my biggest role would probably be online. You're doing a lot of the like social work, social media um, work, and stuff. Like that's my website right there on the screen. Oh, so okay. you made the website? I did. Wow, that's uh, fully functioning e-commerce website. Um, I do the discogs. Um, What's a discog? Discogs. It is like the eBay. The eBay, of but just media. Just, just media. Records and tapes. And records, tapes, CDs, stuff like that. Do they do a lot of taxidermy on there, or no? No. Yeah, I noticed you guys have a wolf on a. Uh, oh on yeah, a the smoking coyote. That is uh, part of the Bob Bolts. There's a picture uh, actually. Hey, real quick, while you're pulling this picture up, I got a bone to pick with uh, fucking eBay. 
And there's an issue with the, what the, the this fucking dog and pony show they're fucking running. Let me tell you something, dude. If you're selling a squirrel that's been taxidermied, I have and it's, one if and, we want it. And it's holding a basket, and Not it's got little basket. eggs. It's like an Easter squirrel. I was trying to get it for like an Easter episode. I wanted it like in the scene or whatever. I got so I was the highest bidder. Somehow I did not end up with said squirrel. Well, yeah, they have a limit. It has to be seventy five dollars, or it doesn't yeah. sell. I don't understand eBay. So first and foremost, get fucked, eBay. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> well, no, so it irritated me. I wanted Smokey, that squirrel, Smokey the coyote, but What's like the coyote. That's the stuffed coyote yeah. they oh, have scroll on scroll up a little bit, Corey. Scroll up a little up up the other way. But I was gonna oh, say, okay. uh, the, have you seen Cocaine Bear? <laughs> I did. And I went got, to the theater to uh, see it. That's well, a hell they of have the real dude. life bear stuffed in Kentucky. Yeah, it's or out, Ohio. It, it's out front of a. It's a, not out front. It's in a store. I thought it was in a no, federal in building. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did stuff it. The story is actually the movie was gnarly. Uh, the story is actually slightly less exciting. But yeah, it was like on cocaine. So what's the story behind your Smokey the Coyote? Yeah, how did the we get Bob here? The Bob Fultz influence. If you, for the people that are born and raised uh, in Evansville of a certain age, uh, if you go back to, I'm triggered. I feel like you're excluding me. I want to be included, <laughs> not excluded. If In the early 70s, Bob Fultz, the guy that had uh, Funky's Nightclub, Okay. Originally started with a record store, and that is shown on the screen, and it was called Fault City Boutique. Now, I was 15 years old when I fell into that store with a couple of my buddies, and you go in. It was really a head shop and a record store, and it had carpet on the walls, and it had stained glass, and it had stalagmites hanging from the ceiling. I mean, that's right. This is people just didn't do that back then. That's an OSHA and, violation now, I think. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they they made him take the uh the carpet off the wall, but in the they had gals that were like beading jewelry and all all Gypsies. the young girls, Gypsies. you know. Not travelers, travelers. <laughs> What's I don't know the proper term for the gypsy. I think it's I don't think you can say gypsy anymore. I think I bleep gypsy, but I think you what? can say tra- Why? I think it's it's a it's what? a I I've I heard the other day you're not allowed to say gypsy anymore because they're like a group. So you have to say traveler. Yeah, but they're like Amish of like Romania. The Amish don't sell their children, dude. So? Okay. I mean so the Chinese different. do it, so they're- why can't the <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> So, so, to, so you fall into Full City, Full City Boutique, <laughs> and I can tell you, going sideways, most definitively, if it was not for that record store, Space Monkey Records would not exist. You think they instilled like your love of the environment of like where records are sold and well, the I mean, I, I think back to that store, and literally the Chills. hair on my my arm stands up because I had never been into a store that spoke to me. And, you know, in right. my generation, because that kind of a store just wasn't in Evansville. Now, you you brought a bunch of pictures in today, and, I'm, and we're looking at one now on screen. I'm just curious who this Willy Wonka-looking fella is that, up here. That is Bob Fultz himself. Oh, that's and Bob Fultz. They, so he started the record store, and with the success of the record store, he started Funky's Nightclub, which ended up, even though it was discotheque, eh, but Not everyone's still, favorite. Yeah. yeah, not everyone's favorite, but that is where I met my wife, and we're we're together to this day. 
you know, good choice for me, for her. <laughs> but this this nightclub, Funkies, was like the largest nightclub in the state of Indiana. Can wow. you imagine that here in Evansville? That's okay. Pat. I don't want to like bum you out. Uh, it's not really like saying a lot. I don't know. Indiana kind of sucks. Well, I don't know. You know, there's like a million people in the whole state. But we're lacking. Now, we are so bad. I know, stuff, dude. The, you know? the wolf up there. I, I have like bought up all kind of Bob Fultz, Fult City, Funky's artifacts, you know, stained glass. And the wolf actually Coyote. used to. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. That, that furry critter. He's it like, used to sit on his desk. On <laughs> wow, he's Bob like Fultz's desk. That Sasquatch right there. No, that's that's just a dog. That's just a dog, Pat. Just a dog. Yeah, that Godzilla replica. No, that's still just a dog. Got tired of having to let it out at Qu- night. Had to put it down. Question. Right. Got it stuffed, and it doesn't pee in the house anymore. Shout, uh, shout out to Werewolves in London. Love that song. Uh, okay, so where do you find some of this stuff? You said well, you're you like know, buying it, up all the artists facts but where do you find them at they over the years they they find me because people, that's ominous yeah i've collected jute boxes for years and years and after you do it for a while they tend to find you you know okay that's a fair question i have a friend so, that collects cookie jars what's that like so. when you're getting inventory are you on ebay meredith looking for <sighs> records of like specific i i have really steer away from ebay over as the years pass, I get away from it. They are way too proud with their percentages that they take. It's almost not even worth selling on there. Um, but no, I don't really mess with So that with most of them come from like a distributor of sorts? Our vinyl? Yeah. Our new vinyl comes from distributors. Um, we get and vintage Meredith, vinyl Meredith everywhere. All that. Where do you get all your like Yoko original vinyls? <laughs> Do you guys have Yoko in the store? People just give them to us. That's <laughs> and they're coming, that's where Yoko comes. And they come from. in with like cotton in their ears yeah. from bleeding. Yeah. Goodwill drops the record off every week. They give them to me. We say, "Well, we're, we're good on Yoko." They're donating Yoko. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. last person that heard this record was yeah. <laughs> the last person that heard that record was Yoko Ono herself. Uh, no, man. So. Um, so, okay, one thing we got to touch on for sure is you guys do uh, live performances at Space Monkey, correct? Yeah. Now, I've sure. seen this on, you, you guys do an excellent job. You guys have had the Chugs and the Strangers play there before. Yeah, and, and the, cold, the, cold the Cold Stairs. Cold Stairs. Mm-hmm. I'm coming for you. <laughs> uh, we keep they're reach- on a European tour right now, so they're well, busy. They need to come back, okay? Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they killed it, man. They were they, so they good. Were great. They are phenom. They are phenom. They are phenom. They I don't even, they're so great, I'm not even going to say the whole word. They are phenom. I love those dudes. I want to get them in here really, really bad. But yeah, so you guys have had three like pretty like very successful groups come through and play shows. So what does that... Uh, like, well, yeah, what, 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 how that do you like? add a, a venue for these bands? To yeah, what does well, the setup second- look like? Well, we have a second store, which is just two doors down from Space Monkey. Um, and it's really our closeout store, and we knew we wanted to do a little bit of something different. What does that mean, closeout store? So it has, like, a bunch of our 45s are back there and records that are at a really low, low, low price. 45s is in, like... Seven-inch records. Okay. Singles. 45 RP. I was like, are we talking 1911s here? <laughs> 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 like, single-track records, right? 
Yeah. So yeah. they do like sell they go singles. In, like they go in jukeboxes. Yeah. Fucking suck it. Which uh, jukeboxes, <laughs> do you have a bunch of jukeboxes still? We do have some jukeboxes. You know, I've... I've I guess right now I maybe have seven of them, and, and they're not. That doesn't mean they're for sale. I've got a couple of them for sale, but I just I like them. I want them. But if somebody I walks in, if someone walks in with ten k and they're like, "Give me that goddamn two box," uh, they're like, leaving with it. That <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch is in the truck already. <laughs> I had Meredith loaded up. Dude. The back store, the closeout store, is what we call. Roadkill Music Media Salvage. Uh, so that's up a front, dark name. That's a <laughs> dark spot. It's got like an armadillo. You see the up front. logo. Yeah, there's. It like, does. It has a dead armadillo. I swear to you. There's like a crinkled up raccoon. raccoon. Yeah. yeah, dead. Line art. Yeah, a that's terrible. With four up in there, but up up front at Space Monkey, we we really specialize. In the more rock-oriented stuff, because that's what this guy likes. <laughs> oh, okay. Now we we do jazz, we do some country, some we jazz do all. Flute. Okay, but what we do really great is rock. So if it falls too far out of that genre, we'll send it back to the closeout store because we're taking in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of of albums. Every week, you know, right? Sometimes so, thousands. Uh, like the local bookstore, your brother's bookstore, they have a like a shelf for local uh, authors. Do you guys have like a local section in your store? Ooh, good question. Good question. Yeah, and it's just a whole rack of boxes of local folks. Um, we don't have don't boxes and boxes, uh, but I mean, most I would say most local artists have their stuff on CD. I guess because it's probably more cost effective. Um, but we have a section for local CDs and then local vinyl as well. What do you think? Okay, so do you think that, because honestly, like if I'm a local musician, much like how we produce this podcast, it goes out to an RSS feed, which is entirely digital. If I'm a local musician, I'm almost exclusively dropping my music in digital form. Do you find that, or rather, do you think that that is why there's a lack of tangible local music because most are dropping digitally? Does that make sense, that question? It does. I Okay. But I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. I just... We just now started dabbling into the, the local live scene. local music scene. Yeah, so. and, and a lot of the, the groups that are kind of making their way mm-hmm. or offering their stuff in vinyl and, and cd and cassette yeah what do you guys know about atlas of the dogs we've been trying i've been trying to get them in yeah i haven't um i haven't been able to they, get them in yet have you heard their newest single running i have not my god I should go listen to it. Call it a bop. Call it a bop, guys. You know what a bop is, Pat? I do. Yeah, it's a bop. (laughs) Call it a banger. (laughs) Ten years ago, they would have called it a banger. I love running. Uh, You guys got to get out. You love running. We were actually going. I do love running. When we had the strangers and the chugs, the day before was supposed to be them. Um, But the timeline didn't work out, so... We could only have the two bands on the week of Record Store Day. Jax is my dude. Uh, he is fucking awesome. Yeah, Love Brian him. has to tape to his thigh when Jax comes in. I do, yeah, oh. for length. You know what I mean? <laughs> See where we're going with that? Uh, so, anyways, um, away from the genitalia. Okay, so uh, one thing I did want to ask. Um, so where are you guys physically located? For the folks that don't know, where is the brick? We're in a store. 
That is Forrest on, Gump Part 2. No, I'm just joking. On the corner of Riverside and 41. Riverside and 41. You are close to... Right across from the U-Haul. Yeah, you're really close and to that. Frontier. Yeah. You're really close to that little shop with all the booths. The yeah. antique place. Antique yeah, mall. Exactly. We're right next door. A vendor mall. Is that what you're calling that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've been to a ton of those. Yeah, Are you serious? That, I'm dead serious. That, my friend, is a vendor mall. I've been to a ton of those. That's a vendor Like mall. his and hers? Yeah, we're Stop in it. No. Literally, you're she stealing, said the name you're of his stealing. and hers. The one on, on, the one on Diamond? Yeah, we're yeah, in there. I've been there. It, I've been to a ton of those. Have you ever seen the blue neon room with all the records in it? I mean, literally blue neon. Yeah. That's Big giant us. record tape, uh, record turntable yeah, yeah, yeah. on the wall, and a jukebox in there. Yeah, and so yeah. I've been to a hundred of those. You're oh, lying. Why, why don't you guys only say they, they own all one hundred? <laughs> no, I swear that's where I bought this table. That that <laughs> your they, drinks and stuff are, are sitting on. Wonderful treasures. I didn't to understand. Be had. I thought we were talking about Kmart. I fucking hate Kmart. Well, oh my gosh, the bones, the she, the old deserted Walmarts and the old deserted oh. Kmarts. They go in there and they build all these. God bless booths. you. Uh, well, why didn't you say that, Meredith? Jeez, I did. I did, and you said no. You said Kmart, and I fucking. I shut. didn't say Kmart. Someone did, Kmart. and I just shut everything down. Yeah, Brian's like Sears. Fuck Sears. <laughs> Sears has been closed six years, but fuck them. Uh, <laughs> Rest in peace, Sears. Uh, so you guys are located on Riverside and Forty One, really close to the his and her, not his and hers uh, antique mall and the That's U Hall. Right. Um, word on the street, a little birdie told me we're talking about a possible change in location or supplemental no. location or what a, is there what a t- new location? What's happening? A second location on the uh, east side of Evansville, but you know the problem is rent is just crazy, crazy expensive. So. My thought is, you know, if I'm paying crazy rent, I might as well buy a building on the east side. So, you know, it's it's slow going because I'm just too old to misstep at this point in my life. Right. What do you think about a west side location? East. East, east is, is where, where the money's be. at. I yeah, get you. you know, I get you. When I, when I opened the doors there three and a half years ago, I didn't know whether it'd fly or not. Oh, I mean, it's really it's didn't. taken off. It we it you're a Wright brother now. Yeah, you're past the Wright brothers. You know, shout it, out it to it the, has oh. exceeded uh, our expectations. So we would, given the right fiscal conditions, we'd like to open a second Eastside store. All right, real what? estate folks, if you're hearing this, you got a possible Ooh. fish on the line. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, one of your favorite things about running a Record store is for both of you. So I don't know. What do you think, Meredith? Yeah, Meredith, you go first. He's been going first all night. <laughs> you go first. I would say all the people that that I get to meet, all different walks of life, all different ages, all they all have different stories. Yeah. Um, that's one of my favorite things about it. And then you, Pat, what do you think? What's one of your favorite uh things that comes from owning such a phenom uh record store you know people that buy music are for the most part 99 percent are like the coolest people on earth ah, well let's 
They really <laughs> are. Now, I'm not I'm only saying joking. there ain't some bad apples in there. There are. Yeah. But, you know, that's more of a people thing. People that collect thing. Yoko Ono. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are fucking assholes. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it, we have just met some incredible people. I mean, the... Um, the loyalty that that we've seen, you know, one of the things that we hear kind of over and over is, yeah, you know, we were flipping records over at this place or that place. We felt like we were cheating on you. It don't feel like that. That's what record people do is flip records, you know? Yeah, right. man, you guys are just lovers of music. You know what I mean? If you love a vinyl, which that's why I really want a record player, because if you really love music, that like you don't get the same experience of like, listening to it digitally as you do on the like tried and true like the the vinyl just gives you more emotion well, let me like. just take this opportunity to tell you that when you get ready we've got over 30 count them 30 over 30 new and used turntables in stocked in fact you would have to drive for over 100 miles to find a larger selection question that's outstanding so i know where i'm going uh Secondly, do you do both analog and digital? Yes. Record players, sure. you do? Outstanding. Is there a benefit to one over the other? Yeah, one one sucks and one's really good. Which is which? You tell me because I don't know. <laughs> uh, again, I, I I'm, I'm going to let uh, Meredith take What do you question. think, Meredith? Why are you going to put it off on me? Digital or analog record player? Which way do you lean? Um, here's, here's the thing. The... I don't, he just stole I don't really the answer think from that you. I could, he was like, well, I hate it to me, and I, mean, I don't want it. I don't, you we, take it. We listen to vinyl, and we listen to MP3s, too. I mean, the the newer turntables, some of them come with software where you can convert your vinyl to MP3s. To a digital, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we, we have, and I was really joking because they're both outstanding in their own way. <laughs> You're saying analog is the way to go, I think, right? I don't you know. know. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm old school. I'm always going to favor that, but okay. not not so much. Uh, it depends on what you're looking for. Ooh, hold on. Stop it. Stop it. Sheesh. Stop it. Somebody needs a booster shot. Jesus, dude. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up. All right. So analog is the way to go. You get the more. For me, it is. You get more and, of the feel. Okay. In. My home, I've got, I don't know, four or five different stereo setups. And so I've got all the bases covered and, you know, lots of different equipment, do, lots of different tables. Do you think so? Like some, nowadays, uh, some of these companies like a record store or a, a label or independent uh producers but like they put together like an album of sorts almost in a way do you think space monkey will do that with like a local artist album or anything that, like that that would just be kick ass uh so to answer your question you know it's all about the dollars it would take to make that happen i'm guessing that would be a really high number it's uh, not cheap <laughs> it's I mean, not cheap i don't know Right, uh, it, it's all relative, cheap and expensive. So, one question I do have: We spoke a little bit about pets and how great they are. Uh, they get you through hard times. You agree, Meredith? Mm -hmm. They're pretty dope. They are. Cat Especially or, cats. Cat or dog? Cats. Cat. I'm a dog lover. Okay. I noticed. Uh, I like emotion, and I don't like cold, frail little demon children that claw me <laughs> when I try to pet them. So, that being said, 
Speaking of said demon children, uh, do you you guys have a store pet? Yeah, Ringo, and he loves love. He does not give you the cold shoulder. Okay, he loves love. There, that little creature is right. He's not there little. On your screen. Um, yeah, that is. We used a skinny lens apparently because. Yeah. <laughs> In yes. the cat world, Ringo's what we refer to as a double wide. <laughs> He's, plus, he's, a plus, size. he's yeah. plus size, yes. That's actually a Snapchat filter. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's the skinny no. filter. Uh, no, man. So Ringo, uh, that's a tabby cat. I know that much. So Ring- where, do, where does Ringo get involved in the store? Where does this tabby cat come from? Um, we put... On Craigslist, I we think. we sought. You said out, we need a record cat. We sought yeah. out a rock star cat, <laughs> and you know, and it had to have just the right personality because you know you don't want him biting somebody or pissing on somebody. You they know, have it to takes like music. Just the, yeah, yeah, yeah. got to like loud music and people. And he does. But, he loves. people. I'm gonna have to come shake Ringo's paw, dude. He if loves he it. bites me. Pat, Ringo. this friendship is going to shit fast. <laughs> Ringo no, <I'm> <laughs> has the biggest fan base he does. Of, of any of us. That's outstanding. And then one mention that I had to make that we were talking about uh, how with your success and the, the, the folks that you get to meet, the different folks you get to meet. I feel like there's a, not only because you guys are one of the most predominant record vinyl sales folks in Evansville, but I also feel like a good point to make, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like if you own a record player, like you're spending money on records. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a thing that you're going to often spend money on. If you purchased this huge piece of machinery that plays this huge disc, like I feel like you're going to frequent where so do you see a lot of like return cut like the same folks that come through? Very it's like the so. same, yeah. you know, you know like 30 customers by name, like yeah. by first name well, basis. I really remember people by their musical interest. That's how I remember them by. But I remember people by their shoes, and that's why people with more than one pair, it's really hard to keep track of. (laughs) Most humans, Pat. Most humans. We don't live in the 30s. Uh, (laughs) It's not the the Great Depression. (laughs) One of the the things that Meredith does that just astounds me is, you know, she just has this youthful mind that remembers all these names and faces. Not just that, but the kind of music that they like. What records they've already bought. And I'm thinking, holy shit. What do you think one of the weirdest genres of music you guys have on vinyl? Oh, God. God bless, God bless you. I mean, there's... there's- so much weird stuff on vinyl. Like they have Yoko? public oh, no. service announcements for EBT food stamps, like national. Where service. you can buy records. On I food swear stamps. to God, I swear to you, I swear. From back in the day, yes, they would put pu- like public service announcements, and like that's some Could weird shit. Could you imagine shit. like a podcast on a fucking Hold on. vinyl? The advertisement is on the vinyl disc. Yes, it's a it's a food stamp vinyl. <laughs> it's a Public service announcement. Sarah McLaughlin's oh. commercial for the dogs in the on vinyl. <laughs> Only you can prevent starving animals. Yeah, and, and it comes, yeah that's what you hear. And it comes with it a VHS like tape the... that you can play in synchrony. 
Dude, so what's uh, so you met? You're the more personable of the two, I'm assuming. Clearly, so, so <laughs> you remember a lot of these folks that come through. Yeah. Do you guys both work like every day? You're both in the store every day, Monday through Friday or well, Monday through Saturday. The great thing about it is we're all part time because the store is only open 29 hours a week. Oh. We open at noon, crack at dawn. Right, for we're closed at five, and we're closed on Monday. You guys are coming in with a latte, dark shades on. You're like hungover. You're like, damn. I just, you know, we're. I just came back from the gentleman's club that closed one hour ago. <laughs> we're we're all part time, you know, because I already pointed out I should be retired. Is that this is tough on an old guy? Is that Monday through Friday? No, no Tuesday. It's through Tuesday, Saturday. Tuesday through Saturday, noon to five. Sunday, noon to four. Closed Mondays. So during those hours, you guys both work. Pretty much hand in hand all those days and all those hours together. Well, it it kind of depends because Meredith is on top of the social media, but we're together a lot. Okay, so between the two of you, do you guys have like a most memorable moment that has ever happened in the store where it was like <laughs> you, had to, you had to like while you work like there. a guy came in in like a unicycle and a top hat, and you were just like, "What in the fuck is going on right now?" Something like that. That's what I imagine in my head, but I'm sure you have. Here's one hot off the press that just happened the other day. The cat? Oh, Lord Almighty. Okay, so some people are really terrified of cats. Okay? I'm one of them. They're like, frightening. Extremely terrified. And I don't come across them too often. But anyways, this lady comes in and she's looking for the CD. And I don't have my CDs organized like I do my vinyl. So I'm like, you know, if you don't want to look, we can go up and I'll, you know, we can order it. So she starts walking up towards the front with me, and here comes Ringo around the corner. And she loses her mind. I mean, she is screaming bloody murder, running backwards. She's like, oh, my God, cat! Oh! Like she's, like, freaking out, and she runs out. She's like, thank you, never mind, and runs out the store. She didn't she buy gone. anything? She was gone. Oh, she, is like she was terrified. flailing. Terrified. Now, I will say that she I got in the car and grinded the gears to correct. Reverse. Yeah, in her three on the tree. Correct me if I'm wrong. She was probably Mormon. I don't think the Mormons like cats. I think they're like demonic. I think they are. I'm pretty sure they are. Now, somebody somebody out there in the comment section, Google me. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I grew up with a lot of Mormons. And by I grew up with, I mean, in the last eight years, I'm 33 years old. Uh, but yeah, I know a lot of Mormons and I'm like 90% sure they like despise cats. Like they don't have them on their farms and stuff. Well, she like, was she in a long dress like, with a bonnet? No. Mm. It's it typically was a like dead giveaway. she <laughs> saw a ghost. Like she was absolutely Maybe she just terrified. had like some PTSD, like some past trauma, know. you know? How often Something. are like DJs coming in to like get vinyls to like, do they even do that anymore? Yeah. They do. Yeah. yeah, they do. Larry Watts, I hope you're listening. Yeah, all I'll say about the uh, freaked out cat lady is that her and Graber turned around and got the hell out of there. Right. Like she so maybe there it. is something to that. I don't know, dude. Thing. I even offered to put him in the bathroom. I don't know, bro. Because it wasn't my first don't time Don't ever put an animal in the bathroom. I mean, if he has to sit there for 10 minutes, he'll be okay. Come on, well, man. Then he's going to like... Crap in your sink or something. No. Nobody wants that. He's a that. good boy. Oh, okay. So you don't have any issues with like, like, oh, there's a poopy on the floor or something. No, no issue. No, he's a good. My boy. dogs would. So that's one benefit you have over me. On the on the subject of funny stories, uh, 
she hit on one. One that, I don't know, looking back is kind of funny is when a drunk drove through our store oh, last yeah. summer. In fact, I think we got pulled a, right out of front yeah, of here. Went across yeah. I think we got a photograph. Of, oh, no. no, Corey, do you have a photo? Corey, do you have a photo of the? Uh, there was a, a carnage. The car outside. I think we yeah, can pull There's actually up. a side road right off. A picture it, of a car a in, back, smashed not, not, into not our a, building. Not a car. It's a oh, back yeah. office that is just in total differ, disarray with. Records and file cabinets that. Oh, you left the. We're gonna take car a quick. Out. We're gonna take a quick break. So we are talking about this car that uh, drove through your place of business. What the hell happened? Well, you know, it's funny in hindsight. It definitely was not <laughs> funny that night. But apparently, a drunken motorist decided that we needed a drive-through window, <laughs> and thank. God, it was not through the front showroom. It like come into our back office, and uh, but the worst part of well, the worst part about it was where he hit is three gas meters. So it filled up Space Monkey, it filled up Clocks of the World, which is right next to us, and then it filled up our back store. Um, and then Ringo was stuck in there, uh, and it was like filled with gas. So that was like the worst part of it, I would oh say. My God. And with the back. What if there would have been a fire? Yeah, right? he gets was, out of the car and lights a cigarette. It was bad. What if Ringo <laughs> lights a cigarette? I, I did. I walked out of the car. I was the first one there. I walked out of the car. I had a cigarette. They're like, put it out. And I mean, I had no idea. All I it was on Evansville Watch that, and I just. She said, "I'll." Put it out after I finish it. <laughs> right, let me get to the butt of this first. Yeah, she let me said, finish it first. Find my fucking cat. I'll put it out. Yeah, I was like, I need my cat. I got pictures of him. Like, sit, he's in my passenger seat. Like, what the now, fuck is going on? You said he jumped into your arms. Yeah, he was. He really? was, yeah, he was high as fuck. He was super freaked out. Oh, and he was probably really sleepy too. He's not a smoker though, Ringo. <laughs> no. Thank goodness for for the sake of the store. Ringo could have went out with a. Bang! Quite literally. Now, do y'all give Ringo so, so. that nip? Some oh, oh I, I've never. I should take him some catnip. I should. That well, now I they're should. doing these um, THC CBD treats, dude, and it's For a cats? different level. Oh my god! It's a different <laughs> level of hysteria, dude. I, I don't know. Dude. I don't know about that. I watched my dog lay on their belly and run for like an hour on his belly, <laughs> on their side, oh. running full gallop. It's called sleeping. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. Yeah, just full stride. Like legs were crossing over one another. I was like, man, that's you know. I wish it was legal in here in Indiana. Uh, so, so they drive. That's what we got pulled up on the screen. Is it this white car that mm-hmm. pulls in? That dude is yeah. such an asshole. We'll see. Honestly, honestly, anybody that pull any, in. anybody that drives this shitty looking Ford, <laughs> like this dude for sure, like he he, this isn't his first time. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, this I looked at this asshole. criminal record. You're the third store this week for this. I guy. really dug into his life. <laughs> really dug into his she life. Did a deep dive. I did. What's I his did. name? Gerald. I can't remember his name. I got all all the information's Gerald. on my phone. <laughs> No, but uh, the neighbors came and showed us the video, and there's like a side street, and he just hit it, like was just flying down that side street until he ran into the building. What happened when he collided? Did he get uh, out He and hopped straight out, had his phone, and walked. I yeah, got we it. watched I got him on video. I got the video on my phone. 
I got Damn. everything on my phone. Damn. <laughs> you're like a you're like a PI. Yeah. Speaking of videos, <laughs> you guys want to watch me pass out real fast? Oh, Corey, pull up the have you, you guys gotta see this. So we were you thought I was joking earlier about passing out during the show. I didn't think you were joking at all. No, I'm, I didn't I'm, think you were. The kids would say I'm dead ass, Pat. Uh <laughs> Corey, can you pull this up uh, sooner than later, dude? I swear. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying. I can't get it to pull Where did. Oh, did you text it? Did you text it? Oh, that's why. Because Corey doesn't know what he's doing. He's not a Mac user. So essentially. What is this show? So essentially. What the fuck? Yeah, Sputnik. <laughs> it was shot from the US, the ISS. Yeah, space there's station. the carnage inside. Yeah, oh, there's the wow. inside. Jesus, dude, yeah. that's a they fucked up your microwave, dude. Yeah, they fucked up everything. No fucking decency. You don't fuck almost with... got the pizza oven on top. You don't fuck. They with... smashed a bunch of jugs oh, of water in that portal. Yeah, it was great. Look how great this is. Oh, dude, that's <laughs> terrible. That's Shut hot booty. This is like every gas station robbery video I've ever seen. <laughs> Oh, right here, dude. He just there goes. He goes. Oh my god! <laughs> this is live on air. It looks like he was overserved me. <laughs> no, sir. No, says I. I love your fucking. Oh god! No, you're like, oh shit, he's out. There's the guest. That's Steve Matthews there. Help! I told you I was yelling at my wife. Like, come here, come here. Wow! Can you move faster? <laughs> I talk shit to my wife all the time, but she hits me, so it equals out. <laughs> Um, no, dude. So, yeah, that's not the first time somebody would have passed out on the day's grim. Uh, but nudity is to come. I think we're really... <laughs> we did have somebody, a guest that went to the bathroom and came back in naked one time. Yeah, full frontal what? male nudity. No kidding. Yeah, wow. male, oh, male, male. That's male. very progressive. Well, that's different. Yeah, we're, we're very uh, liberal. Very casual. Yeah, we don't really care. Dress, however, or don't. Whatever you want, really. That was actually pre-YouTube channel. So now that we're in the YouTube universe, we have to uh, mind our P's and Q's. But there, there is a Patreon coming. Nudity is going to be a go. I don't know what that looks like, but if it happens, it happens. Looks Let's like a blurred it. image. We're going to be talking about dick tattoos. I promise you that. That's going to be shown on screen, guys, live on the day's grim. So, Pat, do you play any music yourself? Yeah, yeah, no. He said he had no talent. Can you play anything? Do you do the recorder? You know, I I put up a meme recently, and it was a magazine cover called Mediocre Guitar Player. And to me, that's hilarious because I are one. There yeah. you go. And nobody thinks it's funny but me. Too. Me too. No, I think that's hilarious. I love that. Do you play any music, it. Meredith? I, when I was in school, I played the violin, but that's it. Oh, damn. Okay. I like the I like I the old fiddle. She's always playing the violin around the music <laughs> store. Really, you just yeah, walk around and hit the yeah. fiddler on the roof. Yeah, you know? fiddler on the roof. No, she's a fucking savant, just freaking the fuck. It's like I heard somebody in the back room with the dead possum playing Bach or Beethoven. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Can tell if that was a violin or viola. Yeah, I didn't know what, dude. So what's do you know the difference between a fiddle and a violin? Is there a difference? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I have not picked up a violin. Just one's in a trailer and the other one's not. I guess. I know. Checks the- out. <laughs> Checks out, dude. <laughs> bro, bro, don't look at me like that. I don't. What's the difference between a fiddle and a violin? If I, someone I can tell me, can you Google what the difference is? Between only a- the uh, fiddle can be 
a golden fiddle as told by Charlie Daniels, you know. Oh, yeah. The fiddle of gold. The CBD, or the CDB, sorry, Charlie Daniels <laughs> band. What's the difference between a fiddle and a violin? Because this is pertinent to this conversation. I need to know. Type faster. Wow, this is already you, It's a joke. <laughs> oh, it's a joke. Oh, I didn't know there was, Don't take the joke out. We don't care about the joke. The words fiddle and violin are two names for the same string instrument. Fiddle they, is just an important They don't way. say anything about... It's the it's the way they wow. play it, I assume. It's the same thing. It's a twang. I think it depends how you play it and where you play it. If you're in a trailer, immediately a violin becomes a fiddle. Whoa. One has more <laughs> syllables. It's in the context. Yeah. <laughs> fiddle, violin, trailer, park. I don't know. Let's sound it out, folks. Figure it out. Figure it out, folks. Hey, folks at home, you figure it out. I don't know. You know? I don't have all the fucking answers. Uh, dude, so, so what What was it like coming out of COVID? Like, did business start to pick up more? or? So we're passing the pistol back and forth. Mm. Like Russian been, roulette style? I don't think that's a good I've analogy, been. Pat. I don't think... Not great. Let's not do... No, I'm joking. <laughs> what a s***. Uh, let's not talk firearms. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm joking. Right. I'm joking. No, we're passing the pistol. Okay. Russian roulette, uh, two guys, you know, actu- one bottle. We we used COVID to our advantage because uh, at that point, we had no electronics. Uh, at that point, we had no online store. Okay. And when the doors were locked, we were tooling up for, for new uh, segments of our business. So basically, it was Sick, like a man. pivotal point to where it, Meredith it really had was. to make an online store. We were able to, we got like a section alphabetized in the store. Lots of progress was made. So you were able to add that library code basically to yeah. all your records. We got Ringo all brushed out, you know? Right. Got him vaccinated up on his uh, rabies. <laughs> Did he get his COVID? Uh, shots and boosters. Dude, they tried or... to get me to get my dogs vaccinated for COVID. Oh, dude, what don't touch my, <laughs> don't touch my fucking dog, dude. I got the shot for you, bro. <laughs> fuck you. You're not touching my dog. Get the fuck out of here. No, not happening. I did get the shot. Thomas did not. I don't care where you guys. Well, stand. you got the Johnson and Johnson. For sure, like I get cancer in the next five years. For hundred percent sure. Hundred percent sure. This show ends in five years. They gave him a year supply of the Johnson and Johnson. This oil, show, the the <laughs> lube, the coconut oil. This show for sure ends in five years when I get cancer and die. Uh, that being said, so. Um, we've got a nice picture pulled up here of, uh, who's this third gang member here? And what's, what's the, oh, it's the, I get the joke. It's, okay. It's another what's member of our posse. Who? That's Super G, Greg. Super G. Is he gang affiliated or? <laughs> In the senior division. Okay. He, he runs a lot of the old folks homes. He's got that silver actually, slippers card. Actually. Yeah, silver sneakers. He's got the fucking sneaks, dude. Actually, Greg uh, takes care of all of our vendor mall locations. Okay. He's like constantly taking records to his and hers and stuff like that. He looks like a kind of gentleman that would have a nice uh, aluminum baseball bat on hand at any given moment. He looks like a very serious individual. Do you notice the only one smiling there? Is Meredith because yeah. you know we're we're hooked up with these Jenny name tags because now, because don't zoom in now you fucking turd burglar <laughs> zoom out 
<laughs> Zoom out. You're the worst producer it's all, it's I've ever had. Zoom it's, out. It's, it's business in the back, party in the front. <laughs> Shout out to the mullet. All right, here we go. So, uh, so you were saying, Pat? This is a. Uh, this, this is. It took us forever to get this phone number. When I was growing up, eight six seven five three zero nine was a McCutcheonville exchange. And what does that mean? Well, is this like a vendor mall? Are you throwing it, weird shops at me again? <laughs> uh, Meredith, will you will you join me in singing? What's happening over? right now? What is going on? I'm so confused. Here we go. Eight six seven five three zero nine. When you dial that in Evansville, ladies and gentlemen, that rings right into Space Monkey Records, and it took me forever to. Negotiated deal to get that number from AT and T because it was so old that in their computers it was tied to a specific geographical area in Evansville, and they just couldn't make it work even with their supercomputer. But after a year of trying, I prevailed. We have that number, and it rings. Constantly, Did you, particularly on weekends. Yeah, you have to oh, call nice. up Snowden to be like, "Hey, I need you to pull Tell, some strings with AT&T." Do you know? Do you know the Snowden story? Uh, do you know about Snowden? No. Snowden uh, was a gentleman who uh, Thomas. Yeah, he's a whistleblower on. Uh, I, I he, he worked for the government, but the government was using AT and T to basically store everybody's text and information. It was during the Patriot Act time, 2001 time frame when the towers went down, 9-11. Never, Never forget. forget. Yep. I, I know uh, he released all that, that nice. stuff online. <laughs> but he was the one that came out and he was like, hey, the Patriot Act is like fucking watching your, hearing your phone calls and they're I, like, I they're fucking, the they're news. hearing you talk to strippers on the phone and stuff, and they're like taking your Snapchats and all. Like they were, they were taking everything from everyone. And granted, they caught a lot of bad guys, but now um, he lives in Russia. So. Yeah, yeah, because the U.S. wants him extradited and hanged, which is the proper vernacular. Which hanged. is really cool how he snuck the information out on like an SD card, but put it in a Rubik's cube. Yeah, there's a really great film on Netflix about Snow. It's called Snowden, or is it a TV series? I don't fucking know. It's really great. Check it out. <laughs> uh, no, but so your your phone number here is paying tribute to uh, who sings um, that song? Tommy. Tommy Two Tone. Tommy Two Tone. Tommy Two Tone. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Call Jenny for a good time. Was Jenny a prostitute? That's the real question. Uh, a, if if not, was she, she was at least pretty slutty. Was she yeah. a floozy? My, I'm sure she was. My my grandma, my grandma Virginia. Shout out, Grandma Virginia. Grandma Virginia would call these kind of women floozies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so okay. So last weekend, Meredith gets call on the Jenny line, which is like the last phone we will answer because <laughs> our customers have backdoor number for legitimate business purposes. Inquiries. You know, you figure 19 out of 20 calls is going to be total bullshit. So tell them about the call you received last weekend. These people call, and there's a lot of them. You can tell there's a lot of them. Um, and they're like, we've been calling... Um, you know, every area code, and finally you answer, we love you. They were calling from a bar in Ohio. <laughs> Sound like they'd <laughs> been the drinking. In the middle of the day. 
fucking assholes. <laughs> like, Listen, where, where are you located? Can I? Yeah, pull they're up? like, you're a record store. Listen this here, Ohio. So no one gives a they, shit. They were. They actually were a lot of fun. Yeah, Usually, right. it's it's the same old shit. Is this Jenny? Yeah. And then yeah. where do you go from there? Yeah, yeah. it's Jenny. Hey, <laughs> yeah, it's Jenny. How do you like your train wreck? Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, Ohio, your water is still bad. God. I've gotten a lot of crazy stuff on that phone. A lot. Yeah, she's gotten pics because it's because. It because it is it's on a cell phone, it's on a cell phone, and that's that's just the way it is. Or people when they get caught cheating and they they give off that number to their significant other, and so they'll blow the phone up. I will get nasty text messages and phone calls. I've had God, I wish I had that line. I need to, I need a popular number line that so like when these like spam messengers message me and I toy with no, them. No, you I don't. I sit there and toy with them for hours. My on hours. that phone has over three thousand text messages and like that's just one date. Can like, we get you guys just... to come in for a show where you bring this phone in and we just, <laughs> we just respond to messages for an hour? We should we should do a we should do a Saturday episode where we just hang out, drink booze, and answer the Jenny line. <laughs> the Hello, you're live on the Jenny line. Hello, you're live on the Jenny line. The you know, funny thing is car that warranties. my UPS lady, if we go back like 25 years ago, had that number. Now, remember, Jenny Jenny 867, that was a hit approximately yeah. 40 years ago. 84, so, yeah, 5, 6. So we're going back 25 years. I meet this lady that has it, and she confides in me. She says, yeah. You know, we don't ever answer. We just have it on the uh, answering machine. <laughs> yeah. And she says, because it rings constantly. I said, well, why don't you change it? She says, it's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like to see some random d- every now and then. Uh, no, I'm no. joking. No, yeah. Nobody likes. I've stopped honestly, opening. Yeah, honestly, like if you're. Yeah. Gentlemen out there in Ohio, specifically, I'm talking to you. Uh, if you're sending unsolicited d- pics, <laughs> not fucking cool, bro. Yeah, not I wish we had this. Cool, was bro. a different bar group. <laughs> like, you just see, like, a yeah, the whole sh- group sends their picture in. Uh, rate us. We're trying to figure out. There's, like, a shot of Jameson in the fucking shot. <laughs> you got to have your product placement. Yeah. <laughs> you never took a bottle of alcohol and put it next to you? Yeah. Yeah. I usually use hairspray or Tic Tac containers. Yeah. <laughs> no man. Um so so that's how folks can get a hold of you. Now you you said something about a backdoor number. Is that something yeah, you Yeah, we're not up? gonna give that out. Okay, we give that But you can also send me a message on Facebook or Instagram. That's like the easiest way to get a hold of me. That's important for a lot of the folks that listen to the show. Uh we've gotten several DMs from folks about like, well, you know, that was great that you had these people on, but you didn't mention how we can get a hold of them. So that we like to emphasize how they can get a hold of you. So you you said your store emphasizes mainly rock, but you guys still have hip hop records and everything along yeah, those lines. Yeah, jazz, jazz, blues, country. country. Yeah. Do you have any Yoko? I do. You do? Mm-hmm. Do you know where it's at in the store? I do. I feel like you have to. I'm going to bring you one. Have you? I will take it off your hands. Like, I don't want to pay for it because who fucking would? <laughs> I, no. It's not worth anything anyway. We're, we're having a conversation right now, Meredith. <laughs> Let me get this Yoko. Can I? Okay, I have to. Fun fact, real quick. Every Friday at my work, at my nine to five job, uh, I have a radio that I play 104.1 Wiki 
all day, every day, because it's a very office-like setting, so it's got to be friendly, mm-hmm. family-friendly stuff. So we play all 104.1 Wiki, but on Fridays, shit gets a little weird. <laughs> Fridays, I turn the Bluetooth on, and we listen to a lot of Katy Perry, <laughs> and then when we wrap the day up, we go Yoko Ono for at least I'll 30 minutes. Oh, my I'm God. Gonna... The entire office I would hate you. hates me, but they've also... Yeah. I would hate They've you. all started following Yoko Ono on on Spotify. They I'm, all have started following her. I'm gonna make you a deal. I'm gonna give you. I will take it. A Yoko Ono album if I don't hear Yoko Ono for the rest of this interview. Okay, right. is that fair Perfect. enough? Perfect. I'm holding you to it though. Now, Shake. it absolutely. Shake on absolutely. It. Okay. Now Done. I will tell you. That's getting, a collector's Getting back piece. to the communication thing, that Facebook is absolutely positively the number one way that we communicate with customers because they'll shoot her a list of what they're looking for and she makes it happen. Do you guys have Instagram as well? Do you reply do. to IG mm-hmm. DMs as yeah. well? Um, Corey, do we have their do we have their Instagram pulled up? Can you roll into that? Yeah, just pull that up and then search them. Yeah, just click there. Click there. It's in the DMs already. Go to the messages, Corey, please. To the right, to the right. Yes, but there you go. Click that, please. Um, let's check this out. Up top, very top one. Um, but so you do respond to your DMs on the IG as well. I find that I get most reception from people on Instagram versus Facebook. Do you find that one is better than the other? Or? No, I, I do both. Um, I will admit I don't I don't give in, I don't give Instagram enough attention. Um, I've been trying to. That's She's been, been building goal. it. Yeah, I've been building it slowly. Can but... we pull up their IG, Corey, like their actual page? You just click on their name. Yeah, there you go. Let's see kind of what we're working with here. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, so you guys just have to like DM these folks, man, Facebook or IG. Um, and then obviously 8675309, area code 812, give them a shout. Uh, it's been really, really wild getting to know you, Pat and Meredith. Uh, you guys are a fun bunch. I really enjoyed it. Um, Ask so, for them by name. One thing... <laughs> One thing we like to touch on, so the premise behind the day's grim, if you will, uh, we are we are a fun bunch. We like to joke a lot, often not about very appropriate stuff. So, oh, my microphone just came off. That being said, what was the darkest moment during this travel? I'm improving entirely. Uh, I'm just going to hold this here. Um, okay, so during this journey of opening a record store, what was your darkest moment and how and what? Did did you persevere? How did you persevere? And what was the thing that pulled you through it? Well, I'll, I'll do a part one. Meredith can elaborate. But, you know, I hate to, like, run, the, you know, this particular segment. But really, COVID has been the only downtime that we've had. We've been continuously amazed at, you know, how People have latched on and followed us in social media when COVID hit and uh, I had to lock the doors. That kind of broke my heart. I thought, well, we'll just become a essential business <laughs> with my uh, loophole. cleanser loophole uh, angle, but that didn't work out. So the only thing we knew to do is you know just proceed with where we knew we were going anyway and it it really turned out to be a very positive thing so you know 
I I don't have any gloom and doom stories. What what are your thoughts, Meredith? I mean, that would have been the same thing that I would have said. And you guys just adapted with an online presence. Yeah, we just rolled with the flow. I feel like um, COVID had like a lot of people, like especially the small town local brick and mortar folks, like just devastated. Well, you know, I I guess I could have applied to you know get the the government uh, help. You didn't. That they I did not. I did not because I didn't feel like I needed it. You know, and I knew we could. Hang in there for weather as the long storm. As it took. So the the storm appeared, the storm passed. It's all good, man. We didn't see any fucking locusts, so we're not tapping out. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm taking away from what, this. What dude. piece of advice would you give to people that want to get involved in the music industry? Mm, good Don't question. do it. Don't <laughs> do it. <laughs> I, I tell you what, you know one of the <laughs> one of the things that we hear over and over from people that are in the store is I'd work here for free. You know, yeah, Because it's it. kind of a cool environment, and it's got good music, you know? Yeah. And I said, yeah, maybe a day or two you would, but bottom line is it is hard work to, to do what we do. People just don't have any idea of how labor-intensive it is. I mean... We, there's Meredith and I and like three other part-timers that uh, kind of all work together to make the magic happen. But it's uh, <laughs> it's tough gig, you know. And again, you know, with the heart of a musician and like-minded people, you know, we just like it. It's weird. We like we like the hard work. It's, it's important to make the magic happen. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag David Copperfield. The uh, <laughs> we like to give you the um, or David Blaine, whatever your sip of water is. You know what I mean? Um, so we like to give the the last couple minutes to you guys for um, you guys have been a LLC and brick and mortar for the last three and a half years, huh? Five, five years, four. We'll sell a lot of court. We'll call it four. I said three. He said five. The people that own the business said four. We're going with four. Uh, So for the I'm fucking stupid. I'm so. I mean, um, technically, we're at three and a half until August. Listen, I was in slow classes in third grade. Okay, so you're lucky we've gotten this far in the interview, and it hasn't all come off the rails. Uh, no, but in the, so you've come this far in the last, uh, four years, you know, so who are some of the folks? So the last couple of minutes, you know, give the shout outs to the folks that have helped you guys independently. Who's gotten you to where you're at, who's together. getting you to where you're going and where can people find you? Yeah. Social medias and stuff like that. What do you got? You. <laughs> we don't want to no. thank anybody. No. We did it all by no. the sweat of our brow. It was all <laughs> us. Me and her. No child labor. <laughs> Egyptians. Oh my God! <laughs> Jesus wasn't around yet. You this know, is about a thousand years before Jesus. <laughs> on on a serious note, no, uh, the the customers. I mean, our our customers are the best. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for our customers, we wouldn't be here. You know, and if it wasn't for Pat believing in me and trusting me, you know, then we wouldn't be doing this thing together. I, I trust her, you know, for the most part. Right. For the most yeah. part. It all boils down to that really, really creepy meeting you guys had. Uh, she knew it could have went so bad. 
just like that. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna spin up we're gonna spin up our outro music. Uh, Corey, don't blast my eardrums out. Uh, last minute or two, tell people where they can get a hold of you guys. Social medias, uh, eight six seven five three zero nine website, whatever. It's all you. Um, Recordgroove.net is our e-commerce store. We at spacemonkeyrecords.com. That's our informational website. Yeah, spacemonkeyradio.com. If you want to listen to our free radio, um, you can send us a message on Facebook or Instagram. Space Monkey Records, Evansville. Awesome, awesome. Thank you guys so much. It's been a wild ride getting to know you guys. Um, seriously, I you could have done anything for the last two hours and the fact that you came in here and had to deal with our shitty DJ. Uh, <laughs> it really means a lot to us, man. So uh, just thanks for being like genuine folks and like good people. And I, I, I hope to I hope to see you guys very, very soon. I'm I'm making a stop in, so hopefully you'll be there. Yeah, you've got uh, a you've got an album to pick up that will be <laughs> not mentioned by title, but it'll be there for you. Don't tell anybody where you got hey, it. Hey, it has absolutely been a blast, guys. No. Thank yeah, you for thank you. Thank you guys us. so much. My name is Brian Michael Day. My name is Thomas Grimm. This is Pat and this is Meredith from Space Monkey Records. Goodbye. Hey guys, if you liked what you heard today, there will be a new episode next Tuesday as well as every Tuesday at 6am. So hit that subscribe button and let your phone do all the work for you. 